Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Total Seamless Podcast. My name is Sybil. Today, I'm joined by Billy. Say hello, Billy boy. Hello, mate. How are you? Very well, mate. We're back with our, our, our sort of almost daily news show, but it's uh, mm-hmm. it's been quite a slow news day for us here at um, it Top has, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely not as exciting as a as our deadline day episode. Um, I would mm-hmm. say, uh, like anybody that's not heard that episode, go back and listen to it. It was, it was very fun mm-hmm. to record me, you, and Jerry Pie. Yeah, it was good. Um, We've had we've had a little bit of news coming through. We have got Steve Bruce, Brucey boy, is nearly back in business. It's looking like he's going to take charge of West Brom, which means West Brom being one of the bigger clubs in the in the Championship that he could be potentially mm. a Premier League manager yet again. Yeah, I mean, I hope not personally as a Villa fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope that doesn't uh, come to fruition, but. Um... Yeah, I find it a bit funny with uh, Steve Bruce. It just seems like he's trying to get every Midlands job possible before he retires. I think he's just got Wolves left after this one. So uh... I think he's trying to get every England, <laughs> English job done yes, before he retires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it'd be decent for West Brom, to be honest with you. It's, it's someone who knows the championship who can certainly get them up to the Premier League from the Championship. They have gone through a real, real rough patch recently. Um, so, yeah, I think it'd be a good appointment for West Brom. Um, although I don't think the fans would be too pleased. They've gone from a, a, a fairly boring manager, I think, um, to another fairly boring manager. So, I mean, it, it, it's... That's that's the kind of West football West Brom tend to play. You know they've had Tony Pulis in the past. Now they reverted back to the old ways with Steve Bruce. Um, yeah, I don't think the I don't think the fans would be overjoyed with it just purely because they want to enjoy the football that they watch. Um, but yeah, in terms of get, gaining promotion, I don't think there's. I mean, I was going to say I don't think there's many better for the job. But he seems a bit ancient, doesn't he? When when you saw him well, at um, yeah, Newcastle uh, as well. At a certain point, you wondered, uh, 
our set managers running out of ideas. I mean, a few mm. of the West Brom fans. I mean, Big Sam and Steve Bruce within a two years <laughs> pe- period is uh, is a bit of a shocker, really. <laughs> yeah. But they they still find themselves they're in a playoff position right now. They sit fifth in the table. Granted, it's not a, mm. a completely secure fifth. Um, as they share points with um, sixth and seventh, and and eighth is only two points behind them. So, but th- that's still a playoff place. Bruce comes in if he turns it around. You know, we could be mm. uh, a Premier League manager yet again and and prove all those fans wrong, all those Newcastle <laughs> fans wrong. He'll prove them wrong and come back up. Uh, so maybe, what, maybe Newcastle will go down. And Steve Bruce will go up. You know, uh, just be poetry, wouldn't it? Would be that. Would that be a story? <laughs> Um, I mean, it'd be funny if, uh, if obviously, if Newcastle stay up, that is, and he does bring West Brom up, going back there with West Brom and then turning them over. Just imagine that, the six-pointer. <laughs> Steve Bruce Darby. Uh. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. We'll be, mm. we'll be, uh, the one thing we can say for certain is it'll probably be funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some other... Big news. Well, not big news. This is more rumours, forgive me, but it's looking like Pochettino is very unhappy at PSG and he wants to finish up in the summer. Obviously, Manchester United are, for all intents and purposes, going to be out of a manager um, in the summer. And Pochettino is a manager that I think a lot of Manchester United fans would be excited about. Um, uh, from a mainstream sort of pundit view, is is a manager that Gary Neville was very interested in. I'm sorry, a manager that Gary Neville's very interested in. Do you see that being a good fit at Manchester United? This is if Ralph Ragnick doesn't stay on. I don't think he'll stay on personally. No, um, I don't think he will either, to be honest with you. Do, you. do you think that'd be a good fit, Billy? It's certainly the kind of manager that Manchester United want and want to be able to attract. I think they, if if they offer the job to Pochettino, I don't think he'll turn it down for a split second. Um, I think it'd be one of them that, are the United jobs available? Yes, I'm taking it kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I do think it would be a good fit, to be honest with you. Um, I think he could get the players playing again. It doesn't surprise me with all of the egos in that PSG dressing room. I think any manager would struggle to kind of get them playing. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think it would be a good fit for um, Man United. Um but who who do you think PSG would get to replace them? I don't suppose it really matters all that much with, again, like the egos and, and the ideally, players in that dressing room. Ideally, you'd want a, a manager that's good at man management, that's mm. able to deal with big name players and has done for a long time. I mean, you're looking at, you're probably looking at the sort of your usual top 10 level managers, you know, a Conte, mm. if he's unhappy at Spurs, you could probably. Yeah drag him away you never know if Carlo Ancelotti's still going to be in a job mm. um, he's another good one I would say Jose Mourinho would be yeah. ideal because he doesn't really care about the he's he's, <laughs> he's never really you know the, the, yeah. the profile of a player is just something that he's not really bothered by at any point and he's managed a, mm. lot, a lot a lot of top players in his career and he's you know I mean even even to a certain extent even like a Guardiola if he finishes up at Manchester yeah. City one day might, might be yeah. sort of, I mean it's PSG they have uh, some of the most money in world football and, and yeah, the link the up with Messi above. again as yeah. well yeah so uh, truth be told I think it'll be a top level manager um, you know mm. Tuchel I think did what he could there I think he could have probably got him over the line for the Champions League 
that's what they need. They need the manager that's going to get them over the line for Champions yeah. League. Personally, I think Jose Mourinho would be a good choice for that because, um, you know, he does play good tournament football, Jose, yeah. um, in terms of how defensive his football is. Um, <laughs> he knows how to win things, doesn't he? He knows he how to that. win things. I mean, he has, like, unlimited resources available. He, he often delivers. Mm. He delivered at Real Madrid. He obviously delivered at Chelsea. Twice he but to a certain Chelsea, extent, so. he delivered at Man United as well to get them second. Although well, it's not if you look, as, if you look at the managers that followed, you know, like that it kind of yeah. does look as if he has delivered. Um, Spurs didn't he get he a couple of trophies there as well? Actually, I, Manchester it United, a, yeah, it may have been an FA yeah, Cup yeah. or a League yeah, Cup, yeah, FA yeah. Cup and a Europa League. Mm. I hear that's and, right, and yeah. a League Cup as well. I want you say. So <laughs> to be honest, it's not a bad. Spirit not trophies all, yeah. when, you, when you compare it to, to a soul shattered error that came with uh, oh <laughs> Bagel <laughs> Bagel on that trophies um, delivered by all of soul shattered so you know I, I, I would sort of, I would be looking for a manager that isn't really going to be affected by the egos in dressing mm-hmm. room um, and I think something maybe Pochettino's actually suffered with um, you know when yeah. Nearly every man in the dressing room has a Champions League medal, medal except from Maurizio Pochettino. Yeah. Is, uh, that's, that's a difficult one, you know? <laughs> it's a difficult one. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see. I mean, that, that's an interesting one for me because it seems to align. It's almost as if the stars are aligning for a, for a Pochettino to mm-hmm. go to Manchester United. Um, it's it's but, kind of hard to predict what his kind of United team would be to a certain extent isn't it it's like you've got van der beek at everton you don't know what's going to happen with him whether he's going to get the game time you then you're talking like ronaldo cavani they still going to be at the club you know there's such a big question mark around man united as a whole at the minute um it it really is hard to kind of predict six months into the future and talk six months into the future about them yeah i mean is he going to want to take over that exact situation? Mm. I mean, if Ryan, Ryan, I think, wants a job. Um, if Pochettino, is he going to go from one job completely into the Manchester United? I don't know if he wants to take over that dressing room with Ronaldo in it. Well, yeah. It's obviously such a big personality. And there will come a time where Ronaldo stops performing. There, there absolutely yeah, will come a time when he when stops performing. I don't know how long he's in contract for, but... Um, I thought it was only a like a one year, one year contract thing. That's what yeah. I thought. Anyway, I could be wrong. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. But it was a difficult. It, it was. It was a, the one of the things that finished off Ollie. It's the mm. probably one of the main struggles right now for Rangnick is is stabilising this dressing was obviously a complete imbalance of power. Um, you know, ideally you get new faces in and, and you try yeah. and stamp your own philosophy it's, it's you just need difficult. to kind of gut everything out don't you yeah. and then bring in your own style of players I suppose yeah I think that's what really needs to happen Man United is like the guts need to be ripped out mm. and, and, and they need to start over um, yeah because it's obviously if I don't think you know that they, they get much success from, from the from the squad they already have with any really no. any manager in charge right now um, I just think there's something that's completely missing for that dressing room. Um, yeah. And I think there needs to be a high turnover of players, personally. A holding um, midfielders, what way to start? <laughs> holding midfielder. Um, even if Pochettino wanted to come in and play a free at the back, um, you're probably yeah. looking for uh, not playing Harry Maguire. 
I really don't know. I don't know. I think he'll, he'll probably he'll probably employ similar systems that he did in um, mm. at Spurs. So sort of four two, three one as he did in the early days at Spurs, yeah. and then eventually a four three three system. Um, you know that that could work. Uh, mm. It's it's an interesting one for sure. It's an interesting one for sure. Definitely. Um, I want to go to our next story. We're going to talk about uh, the signings for Newcastle. Uh, there's been an article coming out saying that, that Newcastle's big spending doesn't mean that they've guaranteed any sort of survival. Um, where, where do you stand on Newcastle's chances of survival? I think that, that uh, although, although it doesn't guarantee them survival, they had to do something, otherwise they were 100% going down. But do you think they've done an unbill? Do you think they've done enough? Um, I'm, I'm really split, to be honest with you, because there's one part of me that goes, there is there is enough to survive however it, it's still that defense for me you know you've got all right you've got Trippier but the that back four of Trippier, Lascelles, Dan Byrne and Matt Target I just don't know if it's enough to keep a team in the Premier League and that's it in the defensive part of it it's been very underwhelming saying that um they obviously got the the star signing of Bruno Guimaraes, who I've said plenty of times on here before. It's a very it's a very risky one for that price to come in. He's never played in the Premier League before. The physicality, he's going straight into a relegation battle. It's not as if he's a, a an Arsenal, a United, a Spurs, a Liverpool, a Man City, a Chelsea kind of thing, where he's where he will be given that freedom to to play his own football. He's going straight into a relegation scrap, and um, so it is a real tough one. It's it's going to be so hard for them. You know, you've got Burnley with what four or five games in hand. They're only a few points away from them as well at the bottom of the table. So. If Burnley pick up a few wins, you know, they've got Veghorst who's replaced Chris Wood as well. If he's if he hits the ground running, it is it's such a tough one. It it really is. And i it's like I said, I'm I'm really 50-50. They could pull something out of the bag, but at the same time, they they the players may not gel together in time. Bruno Gimaresh might may not be the world beater instantly. That we thought he would, that a lot of people think he could be. Um, so yeah, it's, it really is a tough one to call, and I, just, I I really can't wait for to see what happens with Newcastle. I think a lot of the Premier League are going to have their eyes to see what what happens on Newcastle. It's definitely a point of interest. I think definitely. Um, I think their defence has improved, you know, tenfold from what it was pre. Oh, one hundred percent. Um, when I compare it to the to the other clubs around that, I do think Burnley actually have the best defence. Um, and if I was Newcastle, I'd have been in for Tarkovsky or a Ben Me. I think they're yeah, exceptional centre backs. You know, I, said I still... before, Tarkovsky's <laughs> the best kept secret. In yeah, he honestly is. He honestly is the best kept secret in the Premier League. James Tarkovsky, mm. I think he's a top. <laughs> he's a really top def- centre back. I do, yeah, I do. And, uh, yeah, I'm, and, uh, I'm gobsmacked. He hasn't got an England call up yet, or or even a move to a bigger club. Um, yeah. One thing I, I wanted to, to talk about was what was Weghorst because I did a wee bit more research into Weghorst because obviously I wasn't massively familiar with him. I'm not a huge watcher of the Bundesliga outside Borussia Dortmund. Um, so I've not seen a whole lot of him. I have now through his highlights um, and his statistics and I'm surprised Burnley signed a player of this calibre 
Like I mm. really am yeah. surprised that, it, especially not not because they are the Burnley that's a secure team in the Premier League and they could potentially, you know, go up another level and get back into Europe. Obviously, mm. they had that fantastic run a few years ago under Dice where they 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 got into Europa League. Um, it's not as if they're just in the cusp of that. They are potentially relegation candidates so it surprised me that they signed a player like this and it also surprised me that other clubs weren't in for this player why wasn't an Arsenal sniffing around this player it it makes you wonder doesn't it you know um, I I can't remember off the top of my head how many goals he scored in the Bundesliga this season but I think he scored 20 goals last season Um, and he is with his height and with his physicality he is a player that isn't like your Werner, isn't like your Havertz who have taken time to settle in. He is a player that could adapt very, very quickly. And it's like I say, if he can get the, if he gets, hits the ground running, sorry, um, along with Maxwell Cornet, who's coming back from AFCON, you know, they've got a brilliant foundation to build off there from, from the front as well. We've said so many times that Burnley is, Burnley is such a good defensive unit. Now they've got attacking players in McNeil, Cornet and Veghorst as well that could really do something. Um, and it's, it is enough to keep them up. And we know Sean Dyche, we know Burnley. He, he's got more than enough to keep to them up. It's the just bag, whether he it? can. Yeah. I mean, you've got to look around the other clubs in London if, if one of them is going to get dragged into this relegation battle. Mm. As well, yeah, if, if, um, if it's like if Frank Lampard doesn't hit the ground running, they could Everton could be um, pulled into it. I don't think they will go down. I think the players that they've got there with Richarlison, Calvert Lewin, just I, them two alone. I think they've got enough goals in them to keep yeah. Newcastle up. I don't I think they'll go down. I know at it's all. famous last words, but I just think they're too good to go down. I mean, they still yeah. have a lot of quality in that squad. Um, yeah. You know, names like you no know, Dominic Calvert Lewin, Richarlison. Um, now Deli Ali, even if he's like maybe half the player he was mm. way back when when he was actually decent at his first. Um I think Donny Van de Beek's going to have a point to prove as well. It was two two big players with points to prove in yeah. that dressing room, and you'd expect at least at least one of them is going to is going to put in some sort of shift. You would have um, thought so, yeah. So we'll see, and I think you know players like Allen. Um, I know the Curie's. I out think he's a fantastic back. player, that Allen. Yeah. You know? He really yeah, is a good absolutely. player. Absolutely. When he's fit. <laughs> and they have fantastic centre-backs. They have fantastic centre-backs. Yeah. A, a club of very good centre-backs. Michael Keane, Yerimina, Ben Godfrey, who's super versatile as well. And Mason mm. Holgate, again, he can play full-back. And I can even see that boy as a midfielder. He's actually so good with the ball at his feet. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, they're, they're too good to go down. They're too... It's it's a famous old saying, but, you know, yeah. that's <laughs> got- something that I truly believe is that... If they do go yeah. down, man, it's definitely. I, I mean, it's the a saying. Travesty of mismanagement. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, yeah. It, you know, it's the saying of a club's too big to go down. Well, that's clearly not true. No club is ever too big to go down. However, a club like it's not Everton so much that they're too big got, to go down. It's more like no, the, the they've, players they've they have within quality. the squad. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. are definitely too good. Um, Billy Boy, I think that is actually going to do us for today. Um, there was a slow news day, but we still wanted to come on it and, and have a wee chat, get an episode mm-hmm. out um, for the listeners. 
Um, but that's going to do us for today. I think we'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully, we'll have a bit more to talk about. I'm away and going to watch the old firm. I recommend you watch the old firm as well. I will it's be. the first we'll evening time old firm there's been for quite a while. Um, so, you know, might be worth watching, Billy Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be tuning in. You know? um, but until tomorrow, guys, cheer it by. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.